the king of love. On this, the last liturgical Sunday of the year, next Sunday we begin Advent, which is the new liturgical year, that we acknowledge how at the end of time, Christ will come and reign on his throne and he will draw all to himself and he will separate them, the people as sheep and goats to the right and to the left. And so Christ will come as king of the universe, but actually Christ is already king. The invitation from him is will we let him be king of our lives? Will we choose to allow him to be the center and from that comes blessing and peace and joy and love? That if we do not experience the fullness of joy and peace and love and meaning in our lives, the answer is to put Christ on the throne in our hearts. What makes it okay to do that is that Christ's kingship is different than, say, worldly kings. There are some leaders that we've seen that they think the people exist to serve them. But Jesus says, I do not come to be served, but to serve. We see this imagery in our first reading from the prophet Ezekiel, where we hear the Lord say, I myself will look after and tend my sheep. As a shepherd tends his flock, when he finds himself among his scattered sheep, so will I tend my sheep. What, what is that saying? That the Lord does not just stand back and bark orders, but the Lord Jesus chooses to come among us, to be with us when we feel scattered, lost. When I need tending to, the lost I will seek out, the strayed I will bring back. I myself will give them rest. Don't worry, we'll rest here in a couple days, okay? So, but you feel that? Like, I have a need, a desire for rest. The, the injured I will bind up, the sick I will heal. Do, do you feel the love of the shepherd? The Lord saying, I want to heal you. I invite you, let me into your life and I will heal you, that I will give you rest. And we don't need a, a break from school to experience that. that that's, that's a rest that the Lord wants to give us every day. And so this is my, my first challenge for you for break. Because this is, this is going to be a long break, which is cool. But if we want it to be a good break, we need to be intentional, right? So, so here's my first invitation, challenge to you, is to take 15 minutes every day and to, to open up the gate of our lives and to let the good shepherd, the good king, come in and let him tend to us. Tell him where we feel lost. Tell him where we feel burdened and a lack of peace. Tell him where it's sensitive. Tell, tell him the, about the relationships where we feel kind of put off or annoyed or angry, hurt. 
and let the good shepherd minister to us. That's who he is. That's what he wants to do. But he respects the sovereignty of our own space. What happens then as we allow the Lord to come and love us and fill our lives with his love, that 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 begins to operate in us, that we become moved and, and go out to seek to love him. Like, Lord, thank you for your love. Now I feel moved and I want to go love you in your sons and daughters. 1 John 4.20 says, If anyone says, I love God, but hates his brother, he's a liar. For whoever does not love a brother whom he has seen cannot love God whom he has not seen. That we express our love for God and our love for others. That's, that's what Jesus says we're going to be held accountable to at the end of our lives. This isn't, you know, a sum of our works But he's saying, how have you expressed your love for me? How have you shown it? Yeah, you said it with your words. Yeah, I love God. God knows I love him. But how have you shown it? Because the showing it, it, it makes it present in the world. And it also makes it present to me. It reminds me that I do love the Lord. And, And actually, by loving the Lord, I increase in love of the Lord. Because the temptation for us in our brokenness, in our brokenness, what do we do? We can turn inward. But as we are healed, our healed brokenness allows us to turn outward with love. I was was having lunch with somebody this week, and he was sharing with me that, like a lot of us probably, his whole family's not going to be together on Thanksgiving. And I was like, well, tell me, how's your family doing? And he said, well, he he was really proud. He said, my son who already has four kids, has taken in two kids in foster care. I was like, that's incredible. That, that so many people, so many of us, you know, when we're wounded and trying to figure it out, we're, we're just trying to figure it out for ourselves. But this family who, who, who is Christian, that, that they realize, like, no, no, we, how can we love others? How can we serve? It's not about us. It's not about us. The Lord makes it about us. He wants to love us. So then we can live our lives making it not about us. I, when I was in Phoenix this past Tuesday with my parents, um, one of the, the caregivers didn't show up. And I was kind of looking at my watch, and, and then I, you know, I was supposed to go to lunch with somebody and so I, I called it off, and my, my mom felt pretty bad. She's like, I'm so sorry that you, you know, you know, you didn't have to cancel your lunch. And I was like, Mom, I didn't have to. I chose to. You feel the difference there? I didn't have to. We don't have to do anything. I chose to. This is my father. And, and in that moment, I was sitting there, like, reflecting on it. I was like, this is what my mom does every day. Caring for my father with dementia that... That every day, and I witnessed her like make phone calls and like have to feed him because he can't feed himself and like wash his clothes. And it's like, wow, like my mom loves my dad. But but not just that, my my mom loves the Lord. 
And my mom is not just expressing her love for my dad, for her husband, who left mentally years ago, but she's loving Jesus. Jesus says, what you do to the least of these, you do to me. That that's what all of us are called to do in our lives. That, that it's not, you know, not all of us are going to be called to be foster parents. But we all have people close to us. Whom we are invited to love as the Lord himself. And let me tell you, loving people is the hardest work we will ever do. It is so much easier to go into my room and just like go on my computer or my phone or read a book to withdraw. But, that, but that's a condition of our brokenness. It, because of our brokenness, we withdraw. But we are made for relationship. We are made to give ourselves away in love. And so by allowing the Lord to come and to love us and to heal us, that it unlocks us to be able to love others. And so this is my second challenge for you for break, is to choose intentionally not to be drawn inward. Yes, we have that time, as I said, where we go intentionally and spend it with the Lord to invite Him in. But then we choose to love outward. What does that look like? It would be very easy, even this week and next week and the week after, to stay up very late, to sleep in till noon, to spend lots of time on our phone, for example. But maybe instead we go to bed at midnight, we wake up at 8 a.m., we leave our phone in our room, and we go out and we seek out our family members. And, and part of the maybe experiment of this is when you do this, it becomes so obvious how, who in our family, how they are withdrawn into themselves and their own phones and that kind of stuff. But then you notice it, and it's like, wow, is that what I do? That's how I felt with my family. It's like, wow, is that what I look like sometimes? But, but I sit there, and it's like, I'm ready for relationship. If you're not, that's okay. But I'm here seeking you out to love you because you're my family. And, and I, wanna, I love Jesus in you. You know, maybe it means, you know, going out and cleaning the kitchen or doing those other things. Do, do you feel what I'm talking about here? I think we think like, oh, I have to go become Mother Teresa and serve the poor. I have to become a focused missionary. Like, all those things are great. But as Mother Teresa said, love begins in the home. And, and, the, and the first person to conquer with love is ourselves. To love ourselves enough to be present to the Lord and to be present to others. That could be the greatest gift of love you give your family this break. Being present to them. And, and the family wonders, like, our, our son, or, do you remember, our, we had a Newman night a week ago, and the speaker said, which is very insightful, he was a counselor, he said, remember, when you go home for Thanksgiving, you are a guest. Because it's your parents' house. Right? And we think, like, no, no, I'm going to my house. It's like, no, honey, like, you're, you're um, like, we went off to college. We're an adult. We're 18. 
and we come home, we're guests. And our parents are looking at us. Have they become an adult? Have they matured? They go to Mass at the Newman Center. Have they really grown in love? Or is it all about them still? What a, what a great opportunity. We don't, we're, not, we're, not being, we're not responding to the test, but we're demonstrating who we are by how we live our lives. That that's how we make visible in our world the love of our King who loves us like a king.